Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. More on them in a bit. <laughs> Computer. <laughs> oh my god. I have no no idea what what's what's going on. Um Kitchen Fire? <laughs> you never seen this meme? Uh I'll be be honest. The, no. <laughs> the one, there's a little dog usually drinking a coffee right there and he's like his eyeballs oh. are about to pop out and he's like Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I know the dog. I don't think I've ever seen the the fuller image that that goes with it. But yeah, um, no, everything's not fine. It's not fine. What what gave you the idea that that things are are fine, Manny? I mean, like, did you not see the the news yesterday? <laughs> Uh, Sony making uh, uh, Sony moves well, again. Mean, that's what news is usually. Oh yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you expect? <laughs> I, I I don't even know why you're surprised anymore. <laughs> I I I honestly don't don't know know either, man man. Um, let let's let's uh let's uh yeah let let's talk about Craven. Um, this is a. A movie that's been been rumored for for a long time to be coming out from from Sony. Uh, yet another one of their b- brilliant ideas to to use a a villain as a lead without Spidey. Uh, or who knows, Spider Man might be involved by the time this one comes out allegedly in twenty twenty three. But but uh, d- dear God, they just. <sighs> I I don't I don't know what to say, man. Like as of as of right now, we we have to assume that it's Spider-Man lists or Spider-Man limited, and I don't get Craven without Spidey. The hell, Manny, say something, bud. <laughs> well, well, I'll start by saying I I don't know besides uh. I don't know Craven enough to really judge him as a character and mm-hmm. casting choices, but I'm pretty sure that's not it. That's not that's not kind of what I picture in my mind. I picture of a more you know a, a bigger guy. Yeah, uh, not, Eric, not saying. Sorry, not I was saying gonna... he can't. <laughs> Go ahead, Manny. <laughs> yeah, not saying he can't get bigger or anything. It's just yeah, yeah. it's just weird because we've seen him already uh, as Quicksilver. And um, uh, it's just it's just a really strange choice. Um, no, yeah, yeah, he was in Kick Ass. Um, he was Kick Ass. Uh, yeah, Aaron, Ta- Aaron Taylor Johnson is the is the uh guy that that's been cast for 
for Craven. Uh, welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre today with, with Kyle and... Manny. And so sorry that we're not live today. Our admin has some th things going on and we couldn't get uh, uh, access to our, our streaming setup and it, it happens. But uh, Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson set to uh, um, play uh, Craven the Hunter in uh, Sony's film uh, roughly titled Craven the Hunter. Uh, how much you want to bet they drop drop it to just Craven by the time it comes out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or oh, ooh, they're gonna go with the Hunter. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, JC Chandor or Shandor? I'm not not sure. Sorry, J JC is set to direct. I don't even know that that name. Let's pull pull him up on I IMDb. Uh. Let's see the the connection. Run this town. Monos Vi Viper Club are all things he was a producer on. Director. Um, margin call. All is lost. A mo most violent year. Triple frontier. And then two things that he's uh, pre production. Cra Craven and something called the the uh, connection for TV. Um, yeah, man, I have no issue with getting unknowns t to to do it. Uh, lots of you know le lesser known di directors or TV directors have come over and d done amazing things on TV. So I have no, I don't ha have anything necessarily to say about any of the 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 behind the, the camera stuff. It's literally what are you guys gonna put on the screen? And while you might know not know as much about. Craven himself, um, depending on which version, which retcons and, and things you go with, basically take a, a guy that is so, so obsessed with hunting, he's rich, elitist type, uh, power hungry, uh, uses a potion or magic or, you know, like I said, depends on the, the, the version, gets strength, longevity, makes himself a better hunter, but he's not like He's not like Captain America level, right? He still has to train and hone his skills. He's not ta Taskmaster, but he's better than human. And he gets uh, hired or asked or de desires to go after the big game, Spidey. And that sets up their, their relationship. You know, here's this real serious hunter type, and he can't take out the mar the mark and it drives him in, in insane with it, right? And he he, he just be, becomes obsessed with going after Spider-Man. And that's how you, you get him as a, a major Spider-Man rogue. And dude, what 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 can what what can you, you do with that character without Spider-Man and make it not j just some cheesy action movie with What's he gonna be shooting? Like, <laughs> people get mad when when people hunt deer. Like, what the hell are you doing with this movie? You're on mute, bud. I I don't know, man. It it does. They they did Venom already without Spider Man, so, and that's been a train wreck. So yep. Um. It, it it's um. <laughs> and there's not there's, there's not much there's not much else to say about it man it's 
there hasn't really been good decisions over there and they they just do they're really it really feels like they're just making this just to make sure that they keep the property going and mm-hmm. have something there to show for it and um i do think like i i said earlier i do i do think there's a good chance that this this will indeed have um some more spidey stuff in it i i think it'll probably be more in the vein of morbius so it might be one of the multiverse movies crossover movies i don't know i get that feeling just because it's got the the time and the amount of things that could happen between now and then uh but like i said we have to to just assume that things go as they are now and that it wouldn't have spider-man which would just make it awful but aaron taylor johnson himself i liked kick-ass did you like kick-ass the movie no hey you're muted again i don't know yeah i keep pressing mute my bad um (laughs) yeah it was okay okay it's fine uh and i know you weren't a big big fan of uh age of ultron um (laughs) hell no godzilla he was okay okay in it it wasn't his character wasn't it was a big role, but it wasn't like that important. Or... It's just weird how he was the star of Godzilla, and not Godzilla. yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of the strangest Godzilla movies, isn't it? For like, I think it was a total of like 10, 12 minutes. Yeah, I I didn't. I mean, I of course I wanted more, but I thought Edwards was a decent choice for it. When they announced him for Godzilla, I was actually pretty ex- excited because I I enjoyed monsters, and I was like. If you do do that with Godzilla, which they, I think he was trying to do, but I don't think Warner may have been down because you kind of feel that I wanna, I wanna exist with this monster for some time, but they didn't, you know, c- commit to it. But any, any, it, it turned out to be a de- decent series. Um, but yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see how he does. He can he can buff up. We know he can do a Eastern Euro- European accent. So, you know, Craven's Russian, I think. Yeah, Russian. Uh, so so, yeah, that's not. At least there's there's that. You know, we won't have a Sean Connery Russian. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Sean Sean Connery, the 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 guy that is has been Russian and and Spanish and never changed his voice for either. Hey, you got to you got to respect the man. Um let's let's stick with a l- little bit of Marvel news uh be- because um Scott Derrickson has had uh some of his story uh come out in a um interview with uh, uh a co-writer uh on um on uh black phone i think it's called um the black phone uh robert cargill and c robert Car- cargill and uh they they talked about what happened with, with doc strange 2 multiverse of Ma- madness and why uh derrickson left and the uh gentleman speaking with cinema blend does say it literally was creative differences it came down to scott and scott's like quote i well i can make this movie that i'm compromising what i want to do on or i could make the black phone and he goes you know what i want to make a movie with cargill i'm gonna make the black 
phone. And yeah, that's that's what happened. Marvel wanted Scott to do something di- differently than what he wanted to do. The very defi- de- definition of creative differences. Uh do you, what, what what's your t- take on that? Cuz the 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 theory was that Scott wanted to go extra scary and Marvel didn't want that and then they bring bring in the guy known for Evil Dead. What do you think the a- actual creative differences were? I'm I'm guessing it might actually have to do with like character handoffs and and setups more than sca- scares. What do you what do you think? Uh I'm I'm not sure but uh, it has to be an array of things because they they won't just drop somebody over one or two differences. They, there has to be a variety of things. And I honestly, I know that sometimes when we're when we look at projects when they're being developed and they have a director already and they drop out, kind of get annoyed because we feel that it means that it might be taken in a different direction, or we we may not even get the project anymore, or we were excited about seeing that that certain person on a certain film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I respect that and I like that of a director who won't compromise his vision for a studio. Yeah, and, and which means that they're you know they have integrity and they have um they have a certain standard in a film that they want to make, and they're they're just no I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away I'm gonna go do, I'm gonna go do something else then because <laughs> this this is dumb and because. Because then you have that um, that problem where you get the wrong director on the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not the director's fault. Uh, a, a good example, and I don't know if it's a good example or not, but uh, because it was done afterwards. So, um, like David Ayer with Suicide Squad. Oh, Where yeah. they butchered the mu- movie. Actually, that's a bad example because they did that to him afterwards. His mm-hmm. his cut still exists, apparently. Um, and And... Uh, I think. Uh, how about like the Russo? I mentioned it the other day. The Russo brothers with Cherry. That that's one they should have walked away from, uh, or just continuously trying to rework scripts and rework things just to make it work. When in fact, it just may not be a movie for you. Um, we saw that with like Batman v Superman, and I think with with a little bit with Justice League, where they just kept crossing things out and bringing it back. Uh, with with Terrio um, and a few other people, it's just uh, just go do go do what you love and make the movie you want to make. And if you have a giant board of directors like at Sony or at Warner Brothers who are telling you to to do something stupid, just, just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> because it's um, don't and then be afraid to th- say this looks dumb. People over yeah. at Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Hell, just yeah. There's a lot of people. <laughs> I I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going on with with the film industry. With the fact that all these blockbusters are just remakes or sequels or prequels. Yeah. The, the amount of the amount of originality super lacking right now. Kind of depressing. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, that let's. Let's let's actually start start this this t- topic because Amazon we we mentioned uh, last week or t- two weeks ago about a- Amazon's attempt to to purchase MGM and that there would 
still be a little bit of time to to get the legal stuff through, but it looks like it's going to go through uh for about 8.45 billion dollars. That's not a lot when you consider how old MGM is, the name MGM and 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 where where it's at, what it's synonymous for. I mean the the Lion's Head intro is iconic it's it's an american icon everyone knows that like meme where it comes from they can name movies they they see it on when you look at like fox selling for a hundred billion you know when you look at just a comic book co- company in, in in marvels selling for what was it four at that that time uh uh lucasfilm was six i think uh Eight point four five for M- MGM t- to Amazon and Bezos literally come, comes out and is like, "We can't wait t- to uh, reimagine st- stuff." Basically, he says, "We're looking forward to who reimagining and developing the deep catalog of MGM." So, yeah, one of the things you want to do whenever you buy a catalog is look at what you can sequel or prequel or reboot but dude like what what are you gonna reboot or reimagine with mgm (laughs) reimagine wizard uh of oz you know they they've tried that didn't didn't do do well um bond that's something you already reimagine every so often with a new actor and a in a new era and they've done the the campy the the more serious the the actiony back to the campy uh so that that's that's all already there um <laughs> i don't know uh on our on the article written by, by Nick Dahl he mentions a few few things like uh RoboCop Tomb Raider Raging Bull <laughs> um could you imagine uh yet another RoboCop attempt. I'd hope so. I'd, I'd hope they'd try it again, man. I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of of the original film. Okay, so then cast your RoboCop. Cast my RoboCop. Oh man, uh, the guy they cast for Craven. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, honestly, I wouldn't even mind if it's somebody who's up and coming who doesn't necessarily need a. Well, I don't. I don't need a star for RoboCop because we're gonna mm-hmm. put him in a suit anyway. Yeah. I yeah. I hate I I always find it funny like they cast Pedro Pascual for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He he they used him for like one episode. If you really think about it, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care if he's actually under the hood. It's like you you guys could have saved a lot of money. <laughs> and just yeah, yeah but, uh, he does have a really really good good voice. Um, it's very I I I don't know. I, I pick up on on two thing things with actors a lot, and and it's the their voice and the way they can use tone to to you know c- convey context and things like that, and then face facial acting. I always point to like Tom Hiddleston in uh, Avengers when he's taking dude's eye and that we weird just creepy breath of like pure excitement and joy that he that he takes, and his eyes are elated with with the fear that he he's causing, and it's just brilliant acting and pascal 
uh he's a- able to do do that too his his scene with the grogu puppet at the end of season two was mm-hmm. phenomenal and again like i said his voice yeah even if we don't see him i'm i'm down with ke- keeping him around <laughs> no nah, it, it's just a it's just a funny thought that mm-hmm. i've always had um no it but like i love bond so um pierce Bronson's my favorite bond just because that's what i grew up with yeah uh, i i love daniel craig though um i think he's been great and and they've always done such a in my opinion done such a good job at casting bond villains um especially the last few i, I just i think christopher waltz was fabulous and same thing with um what's the guy's name from uh, no country for old men um I know who you're talk, talking about. I can't remember. I can't remember his, his name right now, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, he's I, he's one of my favorite actors, Javier Bardem. There, there it is. Uh, just just great, great work. I, I I so I enjoy that. And now and now you have uh, she's uh, Malik. What uh, what's his name? Uh, from Queen. It was going to be the next Bond. Oh villain. yeah 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 yep. Uh, Ra- Ra- Rami. Ra- Robbie Malik, Malik, I believe. I, think his name is. I apologize if I'm screwing up yes. his name. He deserves. He does so much more respect than what I'm giving him right now. <laughs> but that looks so good, man. And the stupid pandemic keeps pushing the damn movie back. <laughs> Give me my damn Bond movie. You um, know, they did exact exactly what I thought they they should do, which was when when James is done, the license that that agent number just passes on. And like when they were t- talking a long time ago about, you know, what should the, the next James Bond be? I was like, <sighs> do you really have to be James Bond or do you just move forward with 007? You know okay, what I'm saying? So, OK, so stop there because I've had this argument a billion times. OK. Uh, and um, I'm not a f- fan of the ser- series, though, so that I'll throw that out there on why it d- doesn't it's bother just, it's just, me it's with it's that so like, um. I've had because there's been there's always been that controversy that James Bond, the next James Bond should be a woman. And the thing is, while I'm all for female characters, there's a James Bond is who he is as a male character. (laughs) And his name is James Bond. Yeah. And he's a 007. And you can have a female uh, 00. Mm-hmm. Or an agent, but that's not James Bond, right? Exactly. So that that's that's the that's the only argument I, I'm making is that yes, you you can you can make a, a spy film with the female lead, but just know it's not James Bond. Yeah. There's things about his bravado. There's things about yeah. just him as a character that make him who he is, and it's it's okay to somehow sometimes have characters. That are specific to genders. Yeah. Like I, I understand we're trying we, we're progressive and, and we've allowed characters to evolve and sometimes to switch genders and it works even better sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> this is not one of those cases. Keep James Bond the guy. And if you if you want to do a female lead, that's fine. Just like I said, not James Bond. It's just a spy movie. <laughs> so you wouldn't even set it in the same universe where like M or Q or whatever exists. I don't no, know. you could do that, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't, it does not have. But you the don't. Same, it's not as attractive. 
Right. And it's not as for I, me. It's not as um. You you almost ruined the mental picture of James Bond, the classic character, and I just don't know how well it would do. And, well, I got a I got a perfect uh uh c- comparison to 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 go with with that right right after this word from Grow Generation. <laughs> grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation <laughs> is your one stop shop for hydroponic grow supplies product systems, and more. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Yeah, do, do, do what she says. She's she's the wife. She's in charge. Tra- tra- I'm just joking. We don't have that t- TV relationship. We got a, a real one where it's a joint venture. Anyways, uh, what you said, it wouldn't appeal to you. That's that's a very key thing, appeal, okay? Uh, the other day I was talking with Brian about um, uh, certain female-led films that have done incredibly well and then other ones that have, you know, bombed at, at the box office, say uh, Charlie's Angels from Elizabeth Banks. Um, she tried to tank that movie herself. We don't want guys. It's not for you, this, that, and and the other, really a- aggravating to pe- people, you know, um, and the the idea of female spy movies, female action movies, they exist, and when they're done with a wide audience in mind, they do decent. But when they're they're pigeonholed and they're like, no, we're making this. For women, it's like you're, you've already seen that that audience isn't that big. <laughs> like, um, no, and then you no just one, alien you alienate quite a it, few people. Exactly. No one. I always br- bring this this up. No one kept a single f- female, and at least in the United States, in general, I know there's there's bad people out there lock pe- people up, but. In general, no one prevented any female from seeing Ghostbusters 2016, from seeing Charlie's Angels 2019 or 20, whatever it was. No one kept them from, uh, I know Ocean's 7 Mm -hmm. did better than expected, but it wasn't like, you know, the other, other ones. And again, no one kept anyone from, from seeing those movies, but. That Ocean's Seven is was the the exception to a degree. The marketing, I think, hurt it because they kind of marketed it more like they were. Oh, this is for girls, but the way I understand it, the movie actually did have a decent wide appeal. Um, uh, I thought it was ridiculous. They they complained that Matt Damon was in 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 the trailer. It's like dude, it takes place in the same world. Shush. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, that that's the thing, man. If if you make the 007 a certain way, it doesn't appeal to you, the 007 fan. Like I said, I'm not a I'm not. A, I'll watch them. They're they're okay. My favorite James Bond is Casino Royale. The the joke that's, one. I like that one. Yeah. The joke good. one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I still like where that one everyone's James, James Bond. I like that. That's that's my fa- favorite. But no, uh, Daniel Craig's Casino Royale was, was re- really good. Quantum, n- not so great. And then I saw Spec- 
spectrum. That that's it. So um uh so with with, with that in in mind, man, what what dude? Th there's no no way Bezos doesn't make something you're not interested in. I I almost think then, huh? If Unless it's I'm, literally James Bond in the next next film, but do, do no, you see I, that happening? I, I think I think Bezos makes it keeps it, you know, Bond. You do, you know, classic Bond because he's gonna want to do his take on the character. He's gonna want his company doing a take on the character. He's such a um, such a fanboy sometimes of, of different things. He, he hell, he's the one who saved the Expanse. So um, he likes something, he likes it, and. It's just you know, it's just weird because if you think of that number, yes, it's a lot of money. It's not a lot of Amazon money, right? No. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I so what's exciting about it is I hope the quality of things from Amazon Prime gets better. That's true because a lot of pros, not, season pros coming over net now. Yeah, a, a lot of stuff that they've done is really mediocre. A little bit better. There's some. There's some gems there. But the for boys. the most part, no, not, nothing's very, nothing's that great. You, you know, not, nothing's, nothing's going to have that kind of, they don't have like that Queen's Gambit following or Stranger Things or. Other than the boy, boys. Besides the boys. Yeah. And even, yeah. And even that, you, you only have a certain amount of audience. Yeah, it's because, very. Because it's it, so yeah. ultraviolet. It's a diehard um, audience, but, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I hope that with MGM they're able to get a little bit better quality stuff because like uh, Jack Ryan was okay I, I liked it fine and then this last one that they did I just I just thought with the caliber of actors and actresses I expected more and it was oh just the okay. last Clancy thing they did yeah. did yeah with uh Michael B, B Jordan Michael B Jordan yeah um yeah I I didn't. I didn't watch that that one yet because I heard from you you guys here here at LRM on on our Slack. Just everyone pretty much was, eh. and I'm already yeah. one of those. Like, I like spy movies. I like uh, espionage. Um, I loved Hunt for Red o October. You know, there there's there's but there's certain ones that speak to me and and can get me to watch and if you're not one of those that has a an an element like i i haven't seen all of the the clancy films because some of them i start and i'm just like eh. or i see the trailer and i'm like eh, you know oh so um it it would be it it would be uh interesting to see if they they revisit some of those older you know like like a hunt for the red red october uh Mm -hmm. I'm actually surprised we haven't seen um either a an anthology style uh Clancy series that goes through a bunch of the different books or some of the old old movies being redone. What do you think about that? What do you think about re remaking Hunt for Red October? That's <laughs> such an iconic movie, but it, I actually it think it could be done. It can be because you have a whole generation that has no idea what you're talking about right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> shame on you guys. <laughs> so, I mean, hell, I I don't blame them because I'm I'm barely going through some films that I should have watched a hundred years ago, but I have never watched them. Mm. Like I just barely what two three weeks ago watched Full Metal Jacket, and so 
It happens, dude. Yeah, like they're just the cinema I'm goes married back to one decades. Of those. <laughs> and uh the next one I need to watch because I watched I watched Mank. I thought mm-hmm. that was a phenomenal movie on Netflix. I got I got to watch Citizen Kane because mm. I haven't seen that. And then just little, just little things here and there, but I mean, I'm so busy watching current stuff sometimes that yeah. makes it difficult sometimes to go back and enjoy some classic cinema, but you always got to do that because all these movies are a work of art because of um, some, sometimes that they've, they've made progressions in filmmaking that you'll never see again uh, of its time. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's weird. Like evil dead, for example, it's a horrible movie, but <laughs> it's <amazing>. everything they, <laughs> everything they tried as far as effects for, for, for their characters and, mm-hmm. Some of some of the elements that they were going for was um, experimental and and really really good for its time. And I remember there's even one scene where I was like, "Is that oatmeal?" <laughs> and then uh, I did a little research, and yeah, it was oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you got you got to experiment, and then you set the foundation for future movies to come. Yeah, uh, and and so. So like movies, movies like Hunt for Red October, for example, you, you just got to be careful because it'll probably never be as good as the original. That's, yeah. that's the other that's the other thing about some of these remakes is it, like, is it really worth it for you to make it like like, the, for example, the way that they remade or re-envisioned Charlie and the Chocolate Factory mm-hmm. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I thought it was done gracefully and done well. Um, and then there's other movies that just, just what you work. liked Depp's version. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Every, um, to, to Robocop, Robocop is, uh, is an example of that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And, and I was so excited to see it. And then it wasn't even the actor's fault necessarily. It's just the whole, the entire, the movie just didn't work. Yeah. And, and you kind of missed the whole point of, of RoboCop and, and you don't and that kind of gritty 80s um, film that it was because if you, you actually watch the original RoboCop it's pretty brutal it, there's uh, it's rated off for a reason um, and you just kind of bank that Michael Keaton would be a good bad guy uh, so uh, yeah it, it, it's uh, it's a slippery slope man when it comes to filmmaking and, and and that's I think that's why I enjoy independent films so much more now because they're so sometimes original ideas or personal ideas that um I feel like I connect to them more than oh this is just a remake of so and so or here's an entire movie about Craven because it's a Spider-Man property so it's gonna do well right yeah we're gonna make like, I, like nobody cares like. Craven's one of those. Okay, so uh, like Carnage, for example, or Venom Carnage, whatever it's called, um, Morbius, and and even even Craven are are films that I will not go to pay to to watch them in theater. Yeah, because that's that's a waste of money. I I feel I feel you. I feel the same. I feel mm-hmm. the same same. I I and part part of it's just simply because of track track record. Like I don't, I don't have e- enough faith 
mm-hmm. and Sony, and people can point to Far From Home and Homecoming all they want, <sighs> and I'm going to point to one name on that screen, and that's Kevin Feige. So to the rest of you guys, uh, so Sony fan, fan boys like that. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, yeah, that's why I'll pay I don't trust them. I go, I go, I'll pay money to see Black Widow. Yeah, you got a track record where I'm like, all right, you know what? You 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 you've surprised me before. Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought it was gonna be crap. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what they were. I, I'm not kidding, man. I had no idea. Yeah, and uh, look at that. Look look how well that did. Um, Thor, Ragnarok. That one, I I thought like, all right, like let's see what they do, especially because it was after Dark World, right? Mm-hmm. And we know how amazing that film was, sarcastically. Um, but because of the track record that studios had, I went to go watch it and I had a fantastic time. Yep. Uh, Sony have not had a fantastic time as far as, uh, those superhero films. No. Nope. I mean, God damn it. They're, they're, I just put a trailer up yesterday. <laughs> they're doing a sequel for the escape room, uh, which was a 2019 film that was, okay like it was like the idea was fun but i was like does it really need a sequel uh yes Yes. not only not only does it it need a a sequel but it absolutely needs a a spinoff too so you know gotta get get that that in 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 there i don't i i get the idea of of profits and Profit margins and all, all of that. Hell, I'm, I'm the person. Whenever someone starts complaining about like how much profit a co- company made, I'll bring up their profit margin and show them that, yeah, sure, they, they made X amount of money, but they had to do X amount of sales because they only made 1.3 cents per dollar in, into the company. Meaning, you know, over, over 98 cents went to o- overhead. For every dollar that you you spent at that that uh uh place, but um, I don't necessarily understand the the math math some studios do, and I, I'll always bring up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Michael Ninja, Bay, Ninja uh, exactly. I'll bring that that movie up as as an example because the first movie was barely profitable and i'm i'm talking like maybe in the the low seven digit range you know the seven to eight so you're talking five to ten million dollars in in profit overall from uh tickets right at the box office and of course there's merchandise and things like that but they've got the comics and the the uh cartoon for merchandise and things off of right so why did they then greenlight a, a sequel, which then made le- less money, like most sequels do? If you, if your profit is that small on box office, why in God's name would you spend that money again, knowing, first off, that your your movie had your first movie had issues, you had to do the re- reshoots to add an Asian shredder, uh, um. Uh, because fucking Eric Eric Sachs is gonna be sure what whatever. Uh, you you, it, it made no sense to me, and and I I see Sony do the same same thing. Spending eighty million dollars on Venom worked out. 
luckily for for them, China ate it up. Because if China didn't eat it up or didn't get released in China, I don't think Venom would be be here. I don't think Let There Be Carnage would be be ha happening. I don't because look how poor poor it did everywhere else. Yep, 100% agree with you, man. The, the The foreign market is something that sometimes allows these bad films to continue to be made. Um, not that they're horrible, but some they're getting pretty stale. Fast and the Furious is one of those franchises. Um, I love Mission Impossible's movies, but same thing. The foreign market, anything with Tom Cruise, they just eat it up. Um, and then, yeah, just, just uh, I think I said Transformers. Yeah, Transformers is another one. But also, when it comes to like Transformers, Ninja Turtles, uh, toy sales come first. So, but I guess that's what the cartoons are supposed to be for. Yeah, um, and and uh, I, I, it's just it is what it is. It's like you and I continue to say is you can talk all you want on the internet about how something sucks or how something doesn't suck, but at the end of the day, what makes the most noise is your wallet. Yeah, yeah. And un unfortunately, um, there's a l large market out there that are opening their wallets, and um, it's re really hard to fight against it. But trust us when we say that they value the American dollar still quite a, a bit. Like they're not going to want to see it all go away at at all. Um, so yeah. Anyway, anyways, odd, odd way, way to end th Thursday, but <laughs> uh, what, what else are you going to do? We're talking the billion dollars studio purchases by a former online bookstore. I don't know how many people born in the two 2000s understand what Amazon was when it started. It was a bookstore. That's it. They sold books on online. Now they're gonna, now they're gonna own one of the oldest studios left in in America. You know, Warner's, uh, Fox, which doesn't exist at all anymore. Which I'm actually kind of upset set about that the name Fox does doesn't exist. Um, MGM, you, you know, I, that's just. It's 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 a crazy world that a dude that sold sold books is now <laughs> oh welcome welcome to 2021. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, they have the perfect business model as far as shipping and mixing in the streaming services and uh, just really good balance in the company as far as how they spend their money <clears throat> and where they spend it and all the things they acquire. So. Just, I mean, just they just inch their way out more and more and more. Hell, dude, like when I go to Whole Foods, uh, I can I scan in my phone. Mm -hmm. if there's any deals or anything, or for being a Prime member, I get I get certain deals. Yep, I just pay with it there. That's kind of I'm like, man, like that's connected with it. And then if if a package gets dropped off, my um my Alexa app or, or my devices let me know. Yep. I can turn things on and off on my TV and just I'm all <clears throat> I'm all I'm honestly all plugged in with Amazon. And 
<clears throat> kind of the Alexa scary, ecosystem. But, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it is what it, it is. What it is, man. Uh, it, it's it's funny. Uh, you go back to that uh, that r- former KGB spy that said, you know, um, uh, America, America will destroy itself from within. You know, the the complacency and all, all of that that will come will come from within. And uh, here we are, like you said, we're we all have these devices that, even though I c- cover up my my cameras and and try to keep microphones. Uh, selected manually off. We we all know that they can all be accessed remotely because it's all all on online. Hell, yeah. there there was there was a a uh, a report. You can g- Google it. Uh, highly toxic government abuse in my mind. But they were intercepting uh, computers in the mail and installing a device that would use uh, radio frequency into laptops and computer cases to allow them to then remote a- access the, the computer. So even if you weren't hardlined in to like internet for phone or something like that, they, the government, law enforcement, spies, whatever, could a- think about foreign adversaries with, with that shit, man. man. So yeah. And you're, and you're over here worried about being checked by the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> oh, you're saying other 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 pe- people. I I I got into a funny conversation with some someone because uh they they were military just like I I was around the same time and it's like do you not think like if they were going to do, do stuff like that we would have already had it d- done to us. Like Yeah, we would never know. <laughs> Absolutely never uh, know. The, the military have all, always been been ex- experimented on, and I'm not even talking just Tuskegee. You know, you could go back to uh, even even before that when uh, chemical warfare was first coming about. Uh, they tested nerve agents, chlorine gas, and and things on American soldiers first, and and so yeah, yeah, we've all been injected with so so much crap. Uh, my. It, the DNA thing, you know, some people are all like, I don't want to do 23 and, and me. If you're in the military, your DNA is already on file. It's it's required for, for identification purposes. If there's remains that can't be visually identified, you know, DNA can give people that, that piece back home. Yes, this is your relative. You know what I'm say, saying? And they yeah. can put them to rest. So... I, I, when it comes to conspiracy th- theory things, use some some logic. Think think about some things. But yeah, if 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 you're worried about being tracked by a a NFC or RFID in a in a in a vaccine like we do our our dogs and and cats, you first off you don't understand how those work and how limited of <laughs> a range that that they they are. And uh, n- number two. Uh, y- if you were mi- military, you already have something in you, <laughs> dude. One of the first shots you get is this penicillin type shot. It's an antibiotic to because you got all these these people from all over the world coming to basic tra- training, and uh-huh. it's thick like freaking syrup. It's ho- horrible, and it goes yeah. right in your ass ch- cheek, and it hurts. If they were gonna put so- something, it'd go there. <laughs> Because it needs a big needle and it's this real 
thick white fluid. It could hide something easy. So, so yeah. Anyways, guys, social media stuff on the bottom for those that you can see it on on YouTube. Hit that subscribe subscribe button, please. Hit the bell so you know when this show, other shows like Breaking Geek. Radio Anime Versal, uh, Anime Versal Midnight Run this this week because it lo- looks like uh, Doctor Stone is not coming out, so we're gonna get spicy with an- anime. Um, and the Cantina, some Star Wars stuff ha- happened again this week, ladies and gentlemen. So check out the Cantina on fr- Friday. And then those of you guys that aren't on YouTube listening to on us on your favorite podcast app, please also uh, s- subscribe and follow us there. And uh, I'm at that Kyle Malone on Twitter, at that one Kyle Malone on Instagram. Manny, tell us about where you, you're at and what, what you've got going on this week. Um, oh, I'm at... Uh, where am I? At LRM, LRM underscore Emmanuel on Twitter and then on Instagram I'm at riddle me this underscore 510 um, got some launch pad stuff coming up for the rest of the week and Rugrat stuff because it drops tomorrow also on Paramount Plus don't forget also Corella drops it's a feature film Disney's launch pad um, and then next week uh, we got more stuff for The Conjuring In the Heights and a couple of other films just a real busy time um, also be on the lookout because we're going to start dropping things hints and news about Loki and also Disney's next Pixar feature film very very cool alright guys you heard it follow us uh, also at LRM underscore exclusive at the, the genreverse and check out LRMonline.com every day for all of the outstanding awesome news needs and opinions that you want to see and yeah we'll we'll talk to you tomorrow bye lucky land slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.